Welcome back to the podcast where we are exploring your mind. And the topic today is going to be how to become an individual, how to become sovereign, how to become an authentic representative of yourself. And it's a complex issue. In fact, I'm having trouble even deciding where to begin. Because it's so innate and it's so basic. And yet, it is very paradoxical in nature. Because we don't live in a vacuum. We are interconnected and interdependent upon other people. We were born of our mother. We need people to grow food for us so we can eat. We need people to make clothes for us, to keep us warm, and so on and so forth. And this has been illustrated in multiple philosophical interviews and conversations throughout the history of time. And it's this idea that we are interdependent, that we are interconnected, and so we should not be selfish. But what I'm doing today is describing a different approach, and I'm taking as a, as a platform of being interconnected, we also need to remain individualized. And I'll tell you why. When a cell ruptures, it dies. It leaks into the other cells. And when this chain reaction occurs, eventually the body dies. And so the body needs cells that are self-contained, communicating and exchanging nutrients, etc., with each other. In a raw sense of the word, the body needs cells that are healthy, exchanging information with each other. Then we have a healthy body. And humans can be thought of as cells, and humanity is the body. The earth is our host. And so what would happen if our borders were broken down. As individuals, we would lose that which makes us unique, that which makes us special. We would lose our voice, and we would lose our ability to even decipher meaning because we would become a blob, part of the blob, and that's no good. And so how can we become an authentic, real, natural human being with sovereign borders and yet still remain connected to society and form healthy relationships? Well, there's a very nuanced balance that must occur. 
Otherwise, we could lose our soul, quite literally. We could lose that which makes us. And that doesn't sound too pleasant. I don't know about you, but I don't really feel like losing my soul. Not today, not tomorrow. In fact, not ever. And yet, I can't just go off into a cave and live off of grass and weeds and insects. That doesn't sound too good either. And so as with most of our discussions, we are going to have to bridge these two disparities or come to a meeting ground of these two polarities. How can we be us yet still be flexible and be part of the world? And there is a way. There are many ways we can go about this. But the first thing I will describe is borders, walls. And I'm talking about our psychology, I'm talking about the human mind. Do we have filters and borders in place? Or do we freely accept others' ideas and opinions and values as fact? Do we allow other people to drop bricks into our yard and say that that's ours and say that we put it there? If your neighbor drops a pile of bricks in your yard, you're going to say, hey man, what are you doing? I hope you're going to move those and I hope you don't do that again. And yet, in conversation and in watching television, movies, and listening to music, most of us are so entranced and so deeply rooted into our way of behaving that we freely allow this to happen. They're just dropping all kinds of crap into our minds. And we're just like, well, I guess that's part of me now. And we move on whistling Dixie in the wind. And I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here. It's no wonder, as a fabric, we become so tainted and so unclean and just so stupid. Now, I'm not speaking as individuals out to you. I'm not speaking about myself, and I'm not speaking to anyone, but I'm saying as a whole, what are we doing? Really, let's pause and let's look at what we're doing. Listen to the words and decipher the meanings of any song you listen to. You might be shocked at what they're saying. Do you agree with these things? Same holds true for any program you're watching on television, whether it be any streaming service or any movie or any podcast or any YouTube video, anything at all. You need to put your filters up and you need to strain this out and you need to be consciously analyzing the words and the messages and the nuances. Otherwise, you will be impregnated with garbage. Your mind will become a dump, a garbage dump. And the flies will start to gather and the stench will grow. 
until you begin emanating the same garbage. Sorry for the picture, but it needed to be said. How can we watch a news program and then spout off spewing the same nonsense? How can we justify it? How can we live with ourselves if that's what we're doing? We need to take a pause on that. We need to stop that immediately. If we're nodding our head to the beat of our favorite song about getting money, killing people, stomping out our enemies, is that really what we want to do? Is that what we want to teach our children? It's an honest question that you should really ask yourself. Is that sustainable? If we're watching nonsense on the television every single night, if we're watching just this over dramatic way of interacting with people, if we're watching everlasting, non-ending conflict and violence, what do you think that is going to happen to your mind? What do you think is going to happen when you interact with your co-workers the next day, with your partner? As I often do, I'll go into an example, looking back into my own experience of this. My wife is from Thailand. She's a Thai person. I'm an American person. And I never thought I would really marry someone from outside my culture. But I felt the call. I fell in love. I followed my heart. And I'm glad I did. We've been married for a long time now. And I've learned a lot about her and a lot about her land and her people. And she has learned even more about Americans. And she never fails to point out how odd we are and how silly we behave. And I've come to agree with her. It's taken me a long time to agree. It's taken me a while to let my guard down to really look at how I behave. But for this example, I'm going to shine the light on her. Thai people love their soap operas. They absolutely love these super dramatic soap operas. And they are super violent and dramatic and there's always a fight and when we first met this was years ago she would watch these soap operas and the romantic partners would be falling in love and out of love they would be fighting they would be jealously acting um, even killing each other out of jealousy tricking each other stealing you name it they did it and I started to notice that she would tear into my ass any time that she watched one of these programs it's like she would watch it, and then she would just lay into me. And it didn't take me too long to notice a pattern. And I said, hey, do you maybe think that these shows are impacting the way you're talking to me now? Like, why are you attacking me? Well, we all do it. We're all being pumped full of this. It's easy to see when it's someone else. It's easy to see when it's like a different culture and it's so different from yours. But when you're in it, it's not so easy to decipher. 
we tend to get defensive. And her initial reaction was like, no, of course not. That's ridiculous. I'm laying into you because you're a piece of garbage and the way you're behaving is despicable. <laughs> she may have had a point. I don't know. But I just kept arguing my point and I got her to lay off those and our relationship improved. And she doesn't watch those anymore. She did the same for me. Like, hey, you know, you, you say you want to lose weight, but you keep eating cheese and drinking milk. Do you think maybe you should stop eating hamburgers and cheese and pizza? And I said, no, don't be ridiculous. How could you say that? I don't overeat. I'm, I'm just being what I am. Well, it took me a long time to realize that yes, that is what was doing it. For her, it was clear to see. Because over there in Thailand, they're pretty skinny and they don't eat that stuff. They eat a lot of rice and vegetables and fruits and meats mixed in sparingly. They don't eat giant steaks the size of your two hands put together. And they don't eat a bunch of cheese and they don't eat bread. And lo and behold, they are slim. And so it's so easy for her to see that. But for me, I was in it. It had become personal. It became a part of my struggle and a part of my personality. And so how do we become an individual? Well, the first thing is pick a good partner. Pick a good friend that you can discuss things with. You may not want to discuss things with someone that shares every single ideal that you do. Someone that looks the same and acts the same. They're not going to be a good sounding board for reality. They call that the echo chamber. We tend to gravitate towards people whose opinions we respect and we respect them because we share them. And then this creates a bias in that direction. And so actually, I just want to thank my wife for making me a better person. She has made me a better person. And I like to think that I've helped her to become a better person as well. We complement each other through our differences, through our different origins. We've somehow come together to create a new life that is better than that which we came from. And I respect her as an individual and she respects me as an individual. We don't try to convert each other into something they're not, but we do say, hey, what the fuck, man? What are you doing? What's going on? And we're not afraid to use stern language. We're not afraid to articulate it. And it's a little painful at first, but in the end and in the long run, it works out quite nicely. And so how do we become an individual? You know, I keep dancing around this topic. It's almost impossible to describe. We can only talk about the subtle peripheral things. And so you got to have borders and you have to have filters. You can't let society 
or your neighbors dump garbage in your yard. You just can't do it and expect that you'll come through clean. You can't eat garbage and be healthy. You can't watch garbage and have a mental attitude of purity. And yet what I'm suggesting to become an individual, you need to have something you look at that is not you and something you observe. And this is really the beauty of relationships. And so we're sold this notion of romantic relationships as being a certain thing like my soulmate will share all my values, we'll both be of the same faith, we'll both be around the same height, we'll have the same colored skin, we'll have the same hair. Well, it may not work out. It may not work out in the end. There's a thing called inbreeding and it doesn't lead down a good road. And so I hope that some of you are getting your feathers ruffled a little bit. I hope you're getting a little upset because that means that it's working. You should put a buffer up. There are people that speak truth and they're not gonna sugarcoat it. And they tend to be rejected by society. And then you have these smooth talking enchantresses that wiggle their way into your subconscious mind with polite, nice, and gracious things. And meanwhile, they're t turning your mind into a toxic dump. Trust me on this one. It's happening across the world, especially in America. Talk show hosts are the worst. The late shows are the worst. They are absolute filth. They predicate this on humor, on intelligence, on political wit, on satire, on movements, on equality. They always predicate it on good things, okay? That's how they work. It's the old Trojan horse idea. And what I'm telling you right now, I'm trying to tell you in a really blunt way, that you need borders. You need borders. And you need to analyze the information. There's just no two ways about it. Otherwise, you will be assimilated. And that's the name of the game. It's either filter, decipher, determine, use some of that brain that you were given, or become assimilated. Become a parrot. Become another link in the chain and another distortion of the truer message. And so this is like some deep waters we're treading into right now. We could go really deep into it, or we could skim the surface. I'm probably going to balance the topic out now and come back to this idea of sovereignty. Well, what if you're wrong? You know, what if you have all these ideas and they're wrong and we put up borders well how are we supposed to let go of those ideas with borders well easy it's a filter it's not a stone wall it's a filter and so new information is kept outside of your borders and you are allowed to filter it in patiently throughout time 
Like imagine a really beautiful spring that is filtered throughout time with pebbles and stones and sand and it filters out this sludge which is media which is propaganda and it filters it into this crystal clear truth ideally that's the kind of border you want however if you've been dumped on as we all have how do we purge the data well forgetting is very useful you know we we pride ourselves on having a good memory he's got a memory like a steel trap well that's great assuming everything he remembers is 100% accurate which most likely is not the case and so memory purging memory erasing this isn't a bad thing this is a nuanced thing you don't want to get some sort of memory defect you don't want to be completely clueless but how about let's loosen up the grip on some of these so-called facts how about let's stop spouting off opinions that we feel emotionally moved by stop letting the talking heads stir your waters stop letting them manipulate manipulating you into becoming one of their drones there's something that we are told early on and we should remember that there's no one like you you're one of a kind and so why would you accept the opinions of someone else well i'll tell you why because you admire them you think they're smart you think they're funny they have a good following lots of people admire them and so we flock to these people to these icons to these idols and we hang on their every word and we are hanged by the hypnotic messages they implant into us believe it or not here it comes they're coming for you and they're using a sexy voice they're using facial cues to let you know that they care about you they're speaking in this way that is very soothing well be cautious because we have been sold a big bag of lies and it's time to start sorting that bag out it's time to start thinking for our own selves now i am a strong advocate of not believing one word that comes out of my mouth just don't do it i'm not trying to convince anyone I'm not trying to influence anyone. I'm merely holding up a mirror. I'm reflecting reality a little differently. I'm putting my bend on it and I'm planting seeds and I'm seeing what's going to grow. If you're a big fan of some talk show host or some celebrity or some group, I encourage you to dig deeper into what they're saying. Stop blindly accepting it and don't accept it at face value. You have to analyze the words, analyze the speech, analyze the deeper implications.
What are they not telling you? What are they hiding? Everyone has secrets. No one is perfect. And to be honest, no one is worthy of worship except yourself, maybe your husband or wife, your children, your family. And this gets into a really interesting idea of what it means to be an individual. Well, how can I be an individual yet? We're pack animals by nature. We're not solitary. I mean, some of us practice the solitary lifestyle, and that's cool because diversity is the, the spice of life. And so different strokes for different folks, it takes all kinds. These are true. However, in general terms, humans want a partner. They want a family. They want a group. And so media has been feeding upon that good thing that we want. We crave a group. And so we join the following of so-and-so or this person or that person. And we become a fan, which is short for fanatic. Are you a fanatic? Are you really a fanatic? That's a strong statement. I think that's why it got shortened to fan. Because, yeah, a fan doesn't sound so bad. You have blades that blow wind around. Being pumped electricity. So, so you fans out there that are blowing the air around automatically, it might be time to uh, look a little deeper at what you're being fed. It might be time to stop be becoming so fanatical about those you like and stop attacking with such venom those you don't like. Whatever happened to neutrality and sovereignty? We're looking for that family, and we're looking in the wrong places. We should look at our friends that have really been there for us through the hard times. We should look at those that got us grown and healthy, whoever it may have been, a great teacher, a wonderful grandmother, whatever the case. We should connect with them if we have a family, we should really plug into that. Start devoting more time to your children, to teaching them values. We can't honestly depend upon the system to give two shits about our kids. We can't. It's our job as an individual to create a strong family. A family that is not force-fed fanatical bullshit but instead we should be creating strong minds strong leaders leaders that can serve leaders that are humble this is what the world needs if you're listening to this man I just want to say thank you you've made it this far in this rant, I hope you're not taking anything I'm saying personally. In fact, the message is to not take it personally, but to leave it outside of your perimeter, outside the filter. I believe certain things. It doesn't mean that it's right. 
When I'm talking, I'm working through my own filtration process. There's a convergence of thought and emotion. And it doesn't always come out right. It doesn't always come out perfect because it's a process. And I hope you forgive me if I stepped on your toes. And this is what a family should practice. If you're lucky enough to have a family, I hope you forgive them. I hope you forgive your partner for any shortcomings. I hope if you have kids that you're in a constant state of forgiveness because that's what they need. Kids need attention. They need love. They need forgiveness. And, and we need all those things because we are the same. We're no different. We just have a lot more data stored up. Think of it. We're like a big castle that's been boarded up. The windows have been covered. And we can't even see the beauty right in front of us. We'd rather stare at a screen than look into the eyes of our children. If that's not disturbing to you, I don't know what it could be. I don't know what could disturb you. And again, I'm guilty of this myself. I've found myself just plugged in, digging, learning. I hear my kids playing and I know I should go over there, but I don't. And so I try to work on that. I try to, I try to be better. I try to connect with them more. I really spend time. When's the last time you looked into the eyes of the one you love for more than two seconds? When's the last time you went a day without plugging into your media? I hope that these thoughts inspire you. I hope that we as a people can get better. That's one of my goals for today with the message. I hope that I'm able to convey some very unpleasant ideas and very complicated ideas in a meaningful way that cuts right to the chase, that doesn't dance around and try to hypnotize you into subscribing to me or buying my products or watching my future shows. I could care less about that. My goal is to have a good morning, to meditate, and then to convey interpersonal realizations that I've had in a translatable format and to put something out there to leave a record of my thoughts because I think they're valuable. They're valuable to me. Maybe you will find them valuable, but don't make me an icon. Don't look up to me. Don't believe in anything I'm saying. You should look inward. You should really look inside to that person that you could be, that you want to be, and ask. Go back to when you were a child and think of how you thought of things. Is this what you would have wanted? If you're 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 now, what would the child inside say about it? I feel like we lose a lot of the innate 
wonder of childhood as we age. It's one of the great tragedies of growing older. And yet we don't have to, we really don't. We can begin to emulate the children, always learning, always curious, always ready to play, always ready to forgive. They do not draw boxes around people and label them. They just simply don't have that in them. I'm going to leave it there. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you listened and got some ideas. It's really all I can ask. So, farewell. Good luck. Good luck on being an individual in this difficult time. Good luck on trying to extricate yourself from the most addictive media of all time.